0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30
1: a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Another WWE trash bag incident? We'll talk about it. Plus, WWE working with a major indie promotion. And could Chris Jericho and Mike Tyson become a tag team? For Tuesday, May the 4th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic wrestling news. Just as Mickey James Trash Bag Gate is finally starting to simmer down, another story of a wrestler being sent their goods in a rubbish bag has come to light. Only this one ki- kind of feels kind of feels worse. <laughs> so, the Mickie James story was really well chronicled across uh, wrestling platforms over the last week or so, where she was sent all her belongings from WWE in a refuse sack. Not the most auspicious way to go out after so many years within the company. Well, Chelsea Green talks about um, a package that she received from WWE on her new podcast, 50 Shades of Green. And like Mickie James, she had a package from WWE containing wrestling attire, but not quite as we know it. I will quote Chelsea Green from her Fifty Shades of Green podcast. She says, Upon further inspection of the trash bag that I was sent from WWE, I start to realise I'm not really sure what's in this trash bag. I first pull out some beautiful black boots, but not my black boots. I then pull out a second pair of black boots, again, beautiful boots, but not my boots. Here we get to the third item. It was the most gorgeous leather shrug with studs and diamonds and flappy things, pink jewels, all sorts. Now, if you know women's wrestling, you know that the person who wears black leather with pink is always the same person that is always going to be Natty. So I knew right away that the contents of my box was actually Natty's box. I continued to pull things out. A lot of it was Natty's, but... I did run into some other questionable items, some cute little skirts, some cute little dresses and things that kind of look like maybe Lana's or Liv Morgan's. So I don't know if there was other things in that box, but there was also a basketball. I don't know who is playing basketball at WWE backstage. So the content of my box was in fact not mine. It belonged to many other females. I let WWE know, and the person, he who shall not be named, because he was let go from WWE, he told me to drop the box off at someone's house, send the box on its way, and that was it. I was shook. Shooketh, people, she says. Here's the thing. The contents of this box are expensive. Wrestling boots are expensive. Gear is expensive. Clothing, it's all expensive. I'm not just going to drop it off at somebody's house and hope it gets to Tamper. Really quite distressing. It's the one thing to have all your stuff sent in a refuse bag. But when it's not even your stuff, (laughs) that's a a shocking state of affairs. You can hear more about that. And no doubt there'll be many more stories to come uh, from Chelsea Green on her podcast, 50 Shades of Green. And you can find out even more about Chelsea by listening to her conversation with Ross Tweddle on an all-new episode of Straight to Hell at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. Actually staying with Chelsea Green, uh, update on Chelsea. She shared on Instagram that she's undergone surgery to remove a plate from her arm. Uh, She says, post-surgery, the plate in my arm is out and I'm ready to get back to work. It's been a long two years of struggling with breaks, surgeries, hardware and some complications, but we're finally at the finish line. We send our best to Chelsea Green. Not the only weird backstage WWE story to share with you this morning. So Molly Holly was on Sean Waltman's Pro Wrestling for Life podcast. And she shared a a pretty sleazy story from backstage at WWE from back in the day. She said, quote, before Fit Finley became our agent, they tried out a few other agents. I'm not going to name names, but there is an old school wrestler, who I love as a person, who got tried out as one of our agents. And No Lie was like, why don't we do this spot where you put your face in Trish's boobs and motorboater? I'm like, what What are you talking about? Are we rewinding time? It was awful. I actually told John Laurinaitis, who was head of talent relations, this guy is going to get in trouble for sexual harassment. He does not mean any harm. He's just thinking like he's never seen our show before and doesn't know what we can do. Just... <laughs> No names in that one. Not going to even estimate who it might be. Um, Staying with backstage stuff with WWE, Mickey James will end this segment talking about Mickey, who has been very open about uh, the way she was let go on the Grown Ass Women podcast that she hosts. And she said uh, on the latest episode, the person that was slash is responsible for me feeling like SH1T. Uh, f- completely trying to sabotage or devalue me and make me feel less than is that less than is still very much employed and that's the effing worst. You know what I mean? So Mickey James, the person that really dragged Mickey down during her time in WWE, still employed within WWE. Another great conversation that is very much worth your time. Uh, check out the Grown Ass Women podcast on their YouTube channel right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a big night of fights from Orlando. Tonight's card features Team Filthy battling the Von Ericks in singles competition.
0: And just one week out from the historic Rush Reed 2 title fight, Myron Reed and the World Middleweight Champion Leo Rush will be in the house for a media event.
1: Plus, Pro Wrestling Illustrated has done some digging on El Jefe and Azteca underground. You may be shocked what they've unearthed that's coming up tonight. And Azteca Underground's own Io de L.A. Park will be in action in the middleweight division, but will Selena De La Renta fall back in line with El Jefe or continue to call her own shots? And in our main event, Tom Lawler, Marshall Von Erich. It's a match nearly two years in the making. The Von Erichs, Team Filthy, it starts now some of the storylines from Major League Wrestling as you heard there MLW have a lot going on in front of the camera but also a lot going on behind the camera as well there's been some reports as of late that they may be partnering up with WWE this comes from Fightful who say there have been conflicting reports regarding the emerging details of MLW and WWE having discussions regarding talent sharing Now, many in NXT were left in the dark about this situation, don't even know that the rumour had emerged, but we can confirm Dave Meltzer's report that the preliminary conversations have indeed happened. And the talks go high up in WWE. We're told the conversations go high up in both companies, but don't have any further details beyond that. WWE looking like they want to start a conversation with a top indie promotion. And it's a good shout to go with somewhere like Major League Wrestling. We have seen... Some conversations rumored for a while now between WWE and MLW talent, namely Davey Boy Smith Jr. So whether or not that has opened a door to to having some sort of sharing scheme going on here. I think with AEW making so many great connections, extending so many branches to other wrestling promotions around the world, I believe WWE may feel the need uh, to do something similar once again. This is not the first time they've done this. History throughout history, WWF have partnered with other promotions. There was a a partnership on the quiet with ECW back in the day. Of course, uh, we look at OVW, which was used as a development territory for the company for many many years. Not the first time they've used this. Something they really sort of pulled, you know, pulled their cards closer to their chest uh, over the past couple of years. But having conversations with MLW is is certainly a benefit to well the guys within MLW. A title match has been added to WrestleMania Backlash. The Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, will now defend her title against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. This comes after last night's episode of Monday Night Raw, where we we already knew that Rhea Ripley would be getting into it with Asuka at WrestleMania Backlash, but Charlotte Flair last night... Uh, was added to the match. Uh, Charlotte being added was a decision made by WWE authority figure Sonia Deville, who reinstated Charlotte Flair from her indefinite suspension the previous week. A top star from AEW has been written off television to deal with an undisclosed injury. So Fightful Selector reported that Kip Sabian uh, back in April uh, suffered an injury that required surgery. And this attack from Miro is an excuse to basically write him off so he can go and get himself fixed up. So we won't see Kip Sabian back in an AEW arena for some time. We send him all the best. We look forward to seeing Superbad back super soon. We had a call-up and an announcement of a return on last night's episode of Monday Night Raw. Mansoor is now officially part of the WWE Raw roster, and he... Sadly, on his first night in the company, ended his undefeated streak. We talked about his undefeated streak last week, and it's come to an end now after a disqualification loss to Sheamus in a U.S. Championship Open Challenge. Way to go. Way way, way to end Mansoor's undefeated streak. And a video rolled last night announcing the forthcoming return of former WWE star Eva Marie, promising the evolution of is coming soon it was announced on the commentary table after the video that Eva Marie would be returning to the red brand back in October there was rumblings that Eva Marie was coming back in there were some conversations that said that she was backstage at Raw many nights before the before making her return and then it all went quiet and now here we are set to make a return back to the ring very very soon And some future plans for Chris Jericho have been discussed. We'll get to those in just a moment. But on the subject of Chris Jericho wrestling in Impact Wrestling as part of this forbidden door thing between WWE and Impact, speaking with ComicBook.com, Jericho said, I think our involvement with Impact has been pretty much the way it should be. I'm not saying this in an egotistical way, but AEW is at a completely different level than Impact is. So anything that we're doing with them benefits them a lot more than it benefits us, in my opinion. And I think... Think that they've had Kenny Omega there. They've had Private Party there and that's a bonus for them. Chris Jericho will never go to Nashville and work in an empty studio in front of somebody. And, And there's just no reason for me to do that. If those guys came over to invade... Who are they going to bring? Some digs throated impact from Chris Jericho there. See where that goes. On the subject of AEW future plans, Jericho was chatting to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Radio, talking about the pinnacle and the inner circle storyline uh, that he is helping to book. And he says, quote, uh, this is going to go on for months and months and months. This has been in the works for months and months and months. I don't want to tell you exactly when, but this is not the end of the story at all. It's just the beginning in a lot of ways. I like to book ahead. It's something that started in September, the first meeting that Jericho and MJF had with Tony Schiavone in the parking lot the day after the pay-per-view. Here we are in April, almost May, and it's really only beginning. It's pretty cool long-term storyline, which is my favorite type. And he talked about Mike Tyson uh, with the New York Post this week as well. And Chris Jericho uh, on doing something with mike tyson said i'd love to have a match with mike but the dynamic has switched you don't want mike coming in as a bad guy that's hard to do he's mike tyson and jericho is a good guy so we can't really work each other so maybe we can do a tag team against somebody else chris jericho and mike tyson as a tag team why not 2021 is a hell of a drug
0: first time I saw him, he had this magnetic charisma that you could feel across the gym and you just thought, hey man, this guy's a star. And I'll do whatever it takes to look at Bursting in the face and spit in its eye. The wrestling world could never have imagined that an undersized football player from Cincinnati would revolutionize the business, ushering in a whole new era. Shut the hell up! Brian
1: knew what the deal was. That they're going to screw him over, they're going to screw anybody over and how he
0: could make that play for his own advantage. In an industry that depends on the illusion of reality, no one did more to blur the lines than Brian Pillman, who shattered wrestling's fourth wall. He was going against the script. This has never been done before. What the f- are you doing? Easy! Pillman's over-the-top antics exposed the inner workings of the business, leveraging trade secrets to make the deal of a lifetime.
1: That loose cannon gimmick, he just took it so far. (laughs) A lot of people thought, oh, man, it was too extreme.
0: You didn't know where Brian started and his wrestling persona pinned it. Get him the hell out of here. He had a lot of troublesome relationships with women. My mom had had enough, and that
1: kind of pushed her over the edge a little bit.
0: He's being driven crazy at home. He's supposed to be crazy at work. And in between, he's probably really going crazy. On track to become a wrestling superstar at the price of his own sanity, his rise to the top was tragically cut short. I'm watching the pre-show for the pay-per-view. Ladies and gentlemen, we have some tragic news to report. I just screamed. He had a persona that he wanted to perpetuate, even if it killed him.
1: This week, Dark Side of the Ring, season three gets underway with a two-part special on Brian Pillman. And I have the chance to catch up with somebody who knows a lot about Brian Pillman. He is the author of Crazy Like a Fox, the definitive chronicle of Brian Pillman 20 years later. He is Liam O'Rourke. You will hear our entire conversation a little bit later on today, but I asked Liam, when it comes to Brian Pillman, what makes him so special in the annals of wrestling history?
0: Pillman's so unique in coming along at a The time that he did, he got into the business in 1986, and being an undersized guy. Now, obviously, it goes back to obviously pre-wrestling. He was a unique bird anyway. Obviously, people know a lot about the upbringing. They know, kind of, saw that he was an undersized football player who made it to the NFL somehow, and that in itself is an incredible story. So, you take this guy who was not a massive wrestling fan growing up, and he kind of gets thrust into the business because it naturally appeals to him. Therefore, when he finally gets into it, he looks at it through a different lens than everybody else does. And as a result, you can kind of see the differences in the way that Pillman approaches things throughout his career. And he, he acts and reacts in ways that are unique. And obviously, it, it climaxes with what he's most known for, the loose cannon persona and, and the long con that he tried to pull and did pretty much almost completely successfully pull off. Um, and just that unique outlook colors everything he does. And he's so unique and so special because... He was audacious enough and studious enough during a time when that really wasn't the done thing to be as studious about the profession. Everybody obviously learns as you go and learn on the road and stuff like that. But Brian was like a student. He was a note taker. When he went to wrestling school, everything that Bruce Hart taught him, he would go home and he would write it down in a notepad. Every single drill, every single bump that he took. He would read wrestling books. He would read everything he could get his hands on. He wanted to absorb himself in the knowledge. He quizzed people that other people probably wouldn't quiz. People, you know, When Luthers' book, Hooker, came out, I doubt many people called him up to challenge him on his stories, but Brian Pillman did. And there were, there were a lot of things like this that, again, from his personal life, he had a very unique outlook on life in general itself because of his upbringing. And when you thrust that into the wrestling world, which is just the most bizarre world anyway... With, with this kind of warped thing of reality and fiction that blends together. And Brian, from the outside, a legitimately tough guy, a really, really tough guy, surrounded by guys playing the role of tough guys on television. And he's just, he's legit. He knows he's legit, but he's undersized at the same time. So even though he has something to prove, he really has less to prove than most. But at the same time, he has to work twice as hard to get anywhere. He's the, he's the most... It's the most unique situation where Brian Pillman, and I'm not sure there's many people like this, Campbell. Maybe you can think of some others as well. I'm sure the the listeners can too. A guy who overachieved massively relative to what he was, a five-foot-eight guy undersized in the business and somehow also underachieved because you knew the potential. When you saw him at his best, you knew that this guy could have been a megastar. And yet, for the tragic reasons that obviously Dark Side of the Ring goes into and the book goes into too, Never happened. And, and it's just the most bizarre. It's just a fascinating story. It's one that he's one of the most. Dave Meltzer said it on his radio show a couple of days ago. And I think it's true. I think he's one of the most fascinating people that's ever been in the wrestling business.
1: Hear my conversation with Liam O'Rourke on the Cultaholic podcast feed a little bit later on today. We talk about Brian Pillman. We talk about the book Crater Like a Fox. And we talk about Dark Side of the Ring and Liam's extensive involvement in that as well. All about that later today on the podcast feed. The Cultaholic Classic King of the Ring 1995 watch-along has been set back a couple of days due to a scheduling issue on my part. You will now hear that on Sunday. Myself, Justin Henry, Sam Driver gathering to do a watch-along presentation of King of the Ring 1995. Later today, or later this week rather, on the Cultaholic podcast feed. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel, my brand new series, Solved dropped yesterday i'm going to be taking on some of wrestling's greatest mysteries and i think i've cracked who dropped the stage on Vince McMahon during Million Dollar Mania. Go check that out online right now. Plus, loads of videos appeared over the Bank Holiday Weekend that you're going to love, including ranking every Ring of Honor champion ever. Quite a few went on to become WWE champions, you'll be surprised to know. We'll rank them all from best from worst to best on the YouTube channel. Plus, we break down what happened to every single wrestler featured in the video game WWF No Mercy. It might be one of my favorite what happened to that wrestler as ever it's it's a video game that's very close to my heart check that one out it's on right now as as well as a brand new tier list with ross and sam ranking in tier format every single wrestling mask it's a different one it's a special one and you can watch that on our youtube channel right now twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic it is a tuesday which means Adam Pacitti is here later on for See You Next Tuesday. It's going to feature Adam, yourself, and some wonderful classic British game shows for your entertainment. Join us at twitch.tv forward slash And I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. As a veteran, I live with health impacts from my service. VA healthcare means you're in 100% control of your own medical care, your own benefits, and it only takes minutes to set up. A veteran should enroll in VA healthcare because it ensures that they get quality, high level care for the rest of their lives. My service
0: was then, my benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here